The Lord did not do a thousand things to be successful. He did a few every day. Every day. You know what he did every morning, every night? Pray the Shema prayer. Yes. What if boring brings our breakthrough? Encouraging, inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Welcome to Coach and Joe. My name is Siskel here with Ebert. Michael, Two you, thumbs up. you know more about movies. I love, I love How many movies. times do I text you? I say, Michael, I need a movie. Pretty often. This man, this true story. I, <laughs> I swear on Kirby Smart, I'm telling the truth right now. Mm. I sent you a text recently. You responded with 14 movies. Yes. Yeah, I gave you I gave you the top 10 list or top I never heard list. of seven of them. I watched one of them, and it was so good. My wife and I, we about had panic attacks and suspense. <laughs> what was it? Um, um, Kev, uh, well, Kevin Costner in it. And he was the fan. Let him go. Let him go. Oh, my gosh. You have an, a Cisco. I love movies. Which one's fat? Cisco, Ebert? Ebert, I think. Is that the ones that the lion, the tigers ate, or is that somebody? That was somebody else. Oh, I think that's somebody else. That's right. Cisco and Ebert. I used to love Cisco and Ebert. Mm-hmm. If they give you two thumbs up, you go to the theater. Oh, yeah. Are you, you're too young to remember. Do you remember Cisco and Ebert? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're still kind of out there today. You can review movies. They have a Cisco Ebert kind of scorecard. I told my dad growing up. I don't know God's plans for me, but I'm going to tell you this. I'd love that job. Oh, man. Hey, what do you do for a living? I eat popcorn and watch, watch movies. movies. I, I vote on how good they are. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow uh, it works. I could do it. I'd weigh 720 pounds. Uh, yeah. I'd be on one of those <laughs> cut out of the side of the house shows. Yes. You ever seen how shows? Yes. You had to remove the wall to get somebody out. Yeah, that'd be me. Be like, what happened to Chad? Uh, he <laughs> ate himself. First human to ever <laughs> eat himself. All right. You love movies. I do. And you recently made a comment in this whole uh, preparation, Atomic Habits conversation. Yes. You talked about uh, The Patriot, Aim Small, Miss Small. Love that movie. I want to set this up. Jim Collins in Good to Great says the greatest leaders in the world say no all the time. Mm-hmm. No to this, no to that, no to this, no to that. They they say they focus on their small thing they're supposed to hit. They're not scattered. Yep. What the father show you about this? Well, you know, think about it. even in our culture today. I mean, we're we're taught it's all around us all the time. Dream big, go after big things. And and I'm not saying that's wrong at all. Obviously, even God, He wants big things for our life. I do believe that. But the way there, so that's where it gets really interesting. So I love that movie with Mel Gibson in The Patriot. One of my favorite scenes is when he goes back. He takes his two little boys, and they're going to take on this British entourage. And he sets up his two little sons with rifles and he says, aim small, miss small, which is really powerful because the more you focus and the more you're able to hone in, the less likely you are to miss the target that you're going after. So I think there's a massive kingdom principle in there. Um, A lot of times we as believers, we're looking for the big breakthrough. Again, not wrong, but a lot of times what I've learned in the scripture in this conversation is the big breakthrough comes predicated on many small moments, many small things done over a long period of time. Most of these things are repeatable. Yes. I'm having success losing weight right now, and I wish I could could say, brother, God moved and Gabriel the angel appeared and said, stop eating what you're eating. I didn't have some dramatic moment. Mm. I joined a recovery group, and I stick to the plan. And the last couple of Monday nights, I've been kind of tired. I didn't want to go. But I know him. I know her. I didn't even hear the Lord. I just said mm-hmm. it to myself. You stop going, boy, you're in trouble. Yes. Those ruffles, wow. those ruffles bags, they develop legs. They'll start calling you. Stick to the system. Stick to the small, the small, small yeses things. over and over and over. Yes. All right. You've heard me talk about this often. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. But mm. Jesus is my hero. He's your hero. I've been asking the Lord for about 12 years now. I know you love me. 
if you were here in my midst and I literally could follow you, that'd be amazing. Hmm. I, I get jealous. I know it's better for you if I go, he can come. I know Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. I get, you imagine being Simon Peter and then watching him do all that stuff? Oh, that's unbelievable. I asked him all the time, like, what would you do if you were here? Michael, I can't wait to see him. I, I want to finish my assignment down here, but mm. I can't wait to meet him one day. And I, I just love walking with him. Yes. He tells me about how habitual he was in the rhythms of his life. Mm. So this Greek word shows up twice, ethos. That's really good. As yeah. was his custom, he would go and pray. Mm. The Lord did not do a thousand things to be successful. He did a few every day. Every day. You know what he did every morning, every night? Pray the Shema prayer. Yes. What if boring brings our breakthrough? Mm. What if Jesus had 10 billion boring moments with Abba bonding with him before he saw blind eyes open? You know, Chad, I, I mean, the more I, the more I walk with him, I had this happen literally uh, last week. I was just, just spending time in prayer, just was sitting there and um, just making myself available. What are you saying? And he spoke something to me. You know what he told me? He said, you know, Michael, one of the things I value the most is faithfulness. He said, I, I highly value faithfulness, which I, I define as persistent. It's it's the ability just to keep going, mm -hmm. to go, to keep going, to not give up, to not stop, and to be faithful in little things, more so even than big things, but to be faithful. He said, I value that so much. Like it moves him when he sees us just continually striking the mark, getting up, making your bed, brushing your teeth, you know, do it just the little things in life. He, he, the faithful, he said, I love faithfulness. Boring brings our breakthrough. Yes. It's more exciting to think about being faithful for huge things. Mm. I came to this conference to get my destiny. I'm putting Goliath on notice. <laughs> Goliath was taken down because of those small, mm. boring moments that David had with Abba. In that shepherd's field. David took three journeys, Bethlehem, Hebron, went in Jerusalem. I swear to you, mm. besides when he fell with Bathsheba, I really believe he had so much success because he built faithfulness in those tiny moments with Abba. Yes. Over and yeah. over and over and over and over. Michael, I don't tingle when I give first fruits here to this house. I don't faint. The angels don't <laughs> fan me back to life. But you know what? I'm faithful to give. Yes. One of the things my wife and I highly value is we get away a few times a year. We're getting ready to go away for a couple of days this, this week up up in the mountains. It's it's basically telling your calendar what to do with Abba. Yes. <clears throat> That's good. Are you always drawn to the secret place by Abba or do you just know you're going there? I'm asking you. I am uh I always know I'm going there. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've made it a habit. It's a system for me, yeah. If we wait for us to start crying before we bond with Abba, I mean, mm -hmm. come on. Absolutely. And it's not it's not miserable. It's pleasurable. That pleasure, this is funny. I'm hearing him <laughs> sing a song in my spirit right now. Have you heard that country song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places? Yes. A yes. lot of people are looking for Abba in all the wrong places. Mm, Elijah expected the thunder and the kaboom. He wasn't in it. The Shandai Halabahashatai. Mm. Instead, it was like a whisper. If you're God Almighty, you're going to put your son in Nazareth, Michael. You know, the, there's a boring side to Abba. Oh, yeah. There is. There really is. He we, didn't do CrossFit in the garden to cool the day. He walked with him. And, we, cool and we don't talk about that a lot. You're so right. There is. There is a slow, rhythmic pace. He walked time. with them in the cool of the day. Mm. Some of us want to sprint. Mm -hmm. Gosh. I, Mary had a little lamb. She would have been a sheep. She joined an overactive church and died from lack of sleep. Wow. You know, sometimes Abba will say, come lay down on the bed. Just come sit here. Listening prayer. 
You know my favorite listening prayers when he doesn't say anything for thirty minutes, but when it's done, I feel closer to him. You know what? You know what defining moment I had one time with this is that I was. Um, I remember one time I woke up. You, I'm a good sleeper, but I, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I realized I feel like God's waking me up. I think mm-hmm. I think I should pray, read my Bible, and so I did. And he, man, he spoke to me. I was crying. I felt his presence, worshiping. It's like two, three a.m. Then I went back to bed. It was awesome. Happened a couple times over over like a, a year, a calendar year. And then it happened again, but it was different. And this one time that happened, I got up, I was excited. He's going to speak to me. I'm going to, there's a word. I got my journal ready. Nothing. Silence. Nothing. It, it felt cold. And I went to bed and I scratched my head. What happened? And it happened again a couple months later. Same thing. And I said, God, what are you doing? What's going on? And he said, I don't have anything to say to you. I just want to sit with you. Just want to be with you. Just want to sit with you. And that that was defining. That was a defining moment for me. And it just really revealed that, wow, he really does love me. He really enjoys me. And not just anything I can say, tears, worship. He loves that. But sometimes he just wants to be with me. You want to know how to finish well? Hmm. If a person's destiny is their goal, Satan will take them out. That's really good. If a person's mm. destiny is Abba, Satan has an almost mm. impossible time taking that person out. Gosh. Michael, I went to Chicago recently, and I met with three very wealthy marketplace leaders. None of them nor me care about making money or even influence the goal. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm being real with you. Like, mm. so many people, their destiny is not Abba. And so Abraham Lincoln said, when a person is given a lot of success, they fall. When when the boring spaces and places with Abba, just because you can sit with him, man, I feel his presence manifesting. You feel that? Yeah. He's not the goal for most leaders. And you know what? I'm not even here to bust people's chops and say, mm. screw that, quit doing that. I'm just here to say, he's the goal. Yeah. I, I do believe I do believe there's a lot of a population of leaders that don't even realize that the goal gets twisted there. Is the and, goal another business account, another deal, another investment? Okay, so you made four million this year instead mm-hmm. of two million? Yes. Michael, I'm telling you the truth. I met with a man mm. who is so he he is so successful in business, anything other than ABBA bores him now. Wow. He doesn't even have any desire to build anything else out without <laughs> Abba because nothing satisfies. Nothing, man. He's tasted. He's tasted. When you're and when you're awakened like that, and you, re- I mean, it really the whole world is dim. I mean, it's what does it gain a man to profit the world but lose his soul? You know what I love. You want to know why I love the prophetic? I hope mm-hmm. it never changes. I don't love the prophetic because of the people receiving the words. I still cannot believe God will talk to me. Yes, that's. I spent most of my life thinking He hated me. I I am the same way with dreams. I never dreamed for a long time, and then when God began to give dreams to Amber and I, and we begin to grow in it and begin to understand, He speaks to us in our dream. He used a dream to save a girl's life, and I and I'm thinking, you you speak to me through a dream. You've healed me in my dreams, and I mean, it, it just always produces this childlike wonder in me. John John two Michael is mm. Jesus doesn't save anybody's life. He heals no one. They probably didn't even need the wine. They weren't going to die, but he yes. made the wine. My favorite parts of my relationship with the Father mm. is when he talks to me about things that are just between us that doesn't 
it doesn't matter. It's not saving anyone's life. Yes. Michael, I released a dream that I had back in May of Georgia winning the national championship and how they did it. And I knew in one of the games it was really close. Why did the God of the universe, what does it matter who wins the stupid game anyway? In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Mm. That's not the question. The question is, why is he giving me that dream? Because he knows I have fun with it. He knows you love I it. I was not going to go to L.A. Abba said, take, take your son to L.A. Oh, wow. Abba is drawn to priestly leaders. When I say priestly mm. leaders, I'm not talking about like Catholic priests. I'm talking about pastors, itinerant ministers, ministers inside the church. He's drawn to leaders where Abba's the goal. And I'll be honest with you, pastors struggle with this more than marketplace leaders. It is unbelievable yes. how many pastors get their identity on anything other than Abba. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who's showing yeah. up? Yes. Who's giving? How many followers they have? Yes. Just there, walk with Abba. The the whole value and metrics of success is is distorted. Success gets distorted. And we we define success based on what you just said, on how many people we have, how many followers we have, how many, how many people are in the building. And as long as that's up, as long as that looks good and it's acceptable, then I'm in the middle of God's will for my life. But the reality is you're actually going further from what God intended for you. And the whole point of this is really connecting with Abba himself. There's something about walking with God and him being the aim, the goal, and the purpose of your life. I'll close with this. I asked the Lord what his mission statement on earth was. Mm. I understand why we would say the Isaiah passage, he's manifested to set the captives free. Guess what he told me his mission statement on the earth was? I was like, Lord, this is unbelievable. (laughs) Abba. Guess what he told me? He said, it was the Father's assignment for me to die. I only spoke what the Father told me to speak. I only I only did what the Father told me to do. John 10, 38, the Lord never healed anybody. Abba did. Mm. It's not I that do these works. It's unbelievable. What if in 2023, as a church leader, mm. you said, you know what my goal is for 2023? Abba. You know, it sounds so simple. Mm. There are a lot of ministries in operation that the father the father didn't tell people to do what they're doing. Yep. There's a lot there's a lot yeah. of people that were not even called to do what they're doing in ministry. Mm. Here is the number 1 2 and 3 way to know if someone's mission statement is abba. Do they carry shalom and joy? There you go. That's that's huge. How are you going to be a lead pastor, lead priest somewhere, itinerant ministry and you're more wound up in anxiety and worry, worry and fear? And fear. It doesn't work that it's way. It's because the father's gotten lost in a religion that bears his son's name. Yes. Woo! Mm. <laughs> the father has gotten lost. Where's the God of the garden? Mm-hmm. What was Adam doing pre-sin? Oh. I'm going to go after you. I, I got to figure this out. We got to change the world. He's thinking, <laughs> I'm butt naked and happy as a lark. <laughs> Walking with God. Mm-hmm. It's so much more free to walk this way. Yes. I bless you yes. in the name of Jesus mm. Christ that the Father would be your goal, that you would exist to introduce people to Him. Have fun doing it. Put your plans down and give your business, give your church to the Lord. The Lord, there's no telling what the Father would do with your church if you just take your hands off of it. I am getting a word right now. There are a lot of people in ministry, you need to resign on paper and give God your church. Yes. Give your elder board your church. Take your hands off of it. Be at peace. God bless. Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.